Welcome ladies, I'm Jacqueline Robinson and this is the Life 2.0 Communities Podcast, Living Life 2.0. You know, I like to describe the Life 2.0 community as a movement, a movement of professional women such as yourself who are using their talents, skills, and passions to create their second act. You know, my second act began really as a result of being downsized from the pharmaceutical industry in 2009. And that turned out to be a blessing, a blessing in disguise because it allowed me to realize and pursue my passions and to identify the talents and skills that I really enjoyed using, which ultimately led me to creating the Life 2.0 community. So join us on Living Life 2.0's podcast as we share successful second acts from women who will inspire and encourage you to begin creating your second act. We'll also feature experts to help you along your journey to living a more fulfilling life 2.0. So let's get started on today's show. Welcome, ladies, to another episode of the Living Life 2.0 podcast. I'm Jacqueline Robinson. And I am hosting today's episode. Today's topic is rethink and restart after the pandemic. And this is actually part one of a two part series. Over the past year, we have experienced so much loss, not just here at home, but globally as well. So no wonder many of us want a fresh start by rethinking our priorities. I certainly understand that because after being downsized during the Great Recession, I opted to take a leap of faith, believing that there was something else out there for me to do. And that something else ultimately led me to creating the life to put on community with and hold the vaccine. Perhaps you've realized like so many other people that your priorities have changed. The fast pace that we lived prior to COVID is no longer the way you want to live. Certainly the pandemic has changed everything for us. It changed how we work. We're working more from home through remote working. And during the time we could no longer see family and friends, I felt so isolated as I'm sure many of you did. We missed out on major life events, birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, and, and weddings. So yes, we were forced into lockdown, but I think it also gave us a chance to realize what we took for granted. Some of those things being valuing family and friends and realizing how frantic our lives were with respect to juggling family and career. Truly for a lot of us, life was out of balance. The bottom line, I don't think a lot of us were living a very fulfilling life. But the pandemic has also made us realize that we don't have to live this way. Some of you may find that you are dreading actually going back to pre-pandemic life. Or some of you may be saying, you know what, my priorities have changed. I'm looking forward to making some changes. So if you're thinking about what life could look like moving forward, you know what, let's just get going. Let's get into that restart and rethink mode right now. In her article from the New York Times, The End of Pandemic Can Be a Restart to Your Life, Tara Parker Pope uh, quotes Dr. Kathy Milken, a professor at Wharton School, as saying, we have chapter breaks as life is a novel. That is the way we mark time. That has implications for the psychology of fresh starts because these moments that open a new chapter give us a sense of a new beginning. It's easier to attribute any failings to that old me. You feel like you can achieve more now because we're in a new chapter. 
Kevin Roos in his article of the New York Times called After Lockdown, A YOLO Economy, interviewed several people who are in the process of rethinking their lives. And here's some comments from his article. One person said, the pandemic changed my priorities and I realized I did not have to live this way. Another said, what do I have to lose? We could all die tomorrow. Still another said, we've all had a year to evaluate if the life we are living is the life we want to live. And finally, one person said, it feels like we've been so locked into careers for the past decade and this is our opportunity to switch up. Rethinking your second act does not mean you have to take big steps right away. Trust me, I know that. Taking small steps towards your dream may be an ideal place to start, especially if financially you're not able to leave your current position. But it does mean that you have to put some time into the process of reflection. And that process allows you to take a look back at the choices, all the choices that you've made that got you to this point in your life. What were your priorities in the past and how did you act upon them that led you to where you are today? So let's go a little bit into the process of reflection. Here are some simple questions that you can begin asking yourself. What words would you use to describe your current life? And what are the situations that created the life that you're currently living? What are your core values, those beliefs and values that guide your everyday life? And is the life that you are living true to these values? How do you view the world? And finally, if you could describe a perfect day what would it look like? Where are you? What are you doing? Who are the people around you? Try to make it as realistic as possible to the extent that you're actually evoking emotions as if you were truly living it. You know what? Let me give you an example of this last point. Some of you have, who have not read my bio on my website, the Life 2.0 community, you may not know, but I am passionate about interior design. I think I have seen every single interior design show that's out there, and I can't tell you how many interior design magazines that I have. So for me, my perfect day begins with something I've always wanted, and that's a home on the lake. So it starts out with me sitting in my kitchen, looking out onto the lake, sipping as usual in the morning, my cup of coffee. But I am so there at this moment, I can actually describe to you the design, the color scheme, and all the fixtures that are in the kitchen. Heck, you know what? I can even feel the breeze that's coming from the lake. So this is how descriptive and emotionally attached you should be in creating your day. Let's get started looking at that restart phase, what I'm going to call getting started to creating your second act. So if you're familiar with the Life 2.0 community, it's all about taking your talents, your skills, your passions, your natural gifts, and using those as a guide to helping you create your second act. And Hopefully, as a result of doing that, you are creating a life that's more fulfilling to you. And I'm going to add to that, living fulfilling life also means being of service to others. So I hope part of that fulfilling life includes being of service to others. So perhaps you've now decided you want to make a move. You want to do something, but you're not sure what. So this is where you begin to start asking yourself some questions such as, what do you love doing? What did you love doing as a child? And what do others seek you out for? Are you the person that people always come to when they need something organized, when they really need something to get going from the ground up? And what would you do for free? 
What are the talents and skills that you enjoy using? And I want to emphasize enjoy using because I know so many of you are talented uh, in so many areas, but you're looking for those areas that you truly enjoy using. So for me, yeah, I can put some information down on a spreadsheet and I can look at numbers and so forth. But do I enjoy doing that? Absolutely not. So that's why I'm saying let's start thinking about those talents and skills that you absolutely enjoy using. And finally, what do you lose time doing? Now, I can tell you for me that in the process of creating content for the social media sites for the Life 2.0 community, I may sit down, let's say at one o'clock, and I'm busy on a, a particular design pr- program that I like, Can I will look up all of a sudden and it's three o'clock because I'm just so engrossed in putting together that content, looking at pictures, looking at colors, trying to figure out what works best for that particular content. So that's an example of what I'm asking. You just simply lose time doing it. And quite often what you simply lose time doing could fall into that, what would I do for free category? Okay, so at this point, you may have an idea about what you want to do. So you should now determine if you need to take a course or is there some form of learning that you need to do to enhance the skill that's necessary. Also, talk to people who are doing what you want to do. When you approach people from the point of view of what they're good at, something that they enjoy doing, they are usually more than pleased in terms of providing input and help. Do your research. This should include the industry, especially if you're not very familiar with it or you're not very up to date in terms of what's going on. And who are the people that you will serve? Maybe it's a product or a service. Who are those people that will utilize that product or service? What are all their characteristics or buying habits? And if it's possible, you know, that you can can volunteer first in that area. That's also a great way of just getting firsthand information. Find a mentor or someone who is doing what you want to do so that you gain firsthand information and knowledge from their experience and learn what it takes to be successful in that area. So I'm going to refer you to a podcast that I did earlier with Joya Brown. It was called A Second Act That Honors a Grandmother. And there's one portion of that interview that she talked about how she utilized someone who had so much experience in terms of what she wanted to do. So Joya wanted to start a daycare and the daycare actually is named after her grandmother. But in the process, someone had introduced her to another lady who had a daycare who was very successful in terms of what she was doing. And Joya actually spent some time with her. And it was amazing because the lady just gave her such firsthand experience and knowledge that perhaps it would have taken Joya months to learn, but she had access to someone who was um, very experienced. So much so that when it came time that Joya needed some things for her daycare center, the woman actually provided some some resources for her. And then finally, is there an association that's related to your interest? That's a great way to always be on top of what's going on. So now that we've talked about this first phase of just getting started and what you need to do to get started, let's talk about something else, which may not be the best, but it's important. And that's doing a financial assessment. So I want to wrap up part one in this area because I think it's very important that you do a financial assessment of what it takes to get you to your what's next 
or this new phase that you want to create for yourself. This is also where I think the importance of taking small steps come into play. So for example, it's much easier to take courses that you need when you have a steady paycheck. Listen, I know firsthand because remember I told you I was downsized and started the Life 2.0 community afterwards. There were so many times that I wish I had the necessary resource to do something for the business, but I just couldn't because it was a matter of monies that I had. Was I taking it from something that I really needed on a day-to-day basis to now put into the business? So if you're in a position where you can start your what's next now, while you don't really have the pressures of finances on you, that's a great way to begin. So during this financial assessment, let's start asking some, I'll sell some questions as you'll see questions that you're really asking yourself. So for example, can you afford to do what you want to do and what financial commitments are needed? If you have to learn a new skill, what is the of learning that new skill? And don't just include the cost of the course perhaps, but the cost of the materials that's necessary, the cost of transportation if that's required. And how does this commitment impact your current financial obligations? Are you willing to do what you have to do? Do you have to make changes in your spending habits, for example, in order um, to commit to this? Maybe perhaps it's necessary for you to seek out the help of an accountant or financial advisor to help step you through this financial assessment. So the goal is to create a realistic financial plan in the end and be able to commit to it. So I'm going to wrap up and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about part two. And in the part two section, what we're going to be doing is talking about living a fulfilling life, creating a plan and having a strong support team. But before I go, I want to let you know about a free resource that we do now have available called, Are You Ready to Start Your Journey? And that can be downloaded from the Life 2.0 community website, www life 20 community.com. Our free download, Are You Ready to Start Your Journey? will get you started on finding answers to your what's next. Your journey will begin with discover the who that you were meant to be through your passions and talents, assess how fulfilling your life is in three key areas, money, career, and health. And then finally, we'll understand what is holding you back from creating your what's next. And I hope that the information that I shared with you today has been helpful in helping you start that first step in creating your second act. Thank you and have a great day. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast, Living Life 2.0, helping you to get inspired by other women who have created their second act. Please join us on other episodes of Living Life 2.0. And if you've enjoyed today's show, please subscribe to this podcast, Living Life 2.0. And don't forget to share and like us on your social media sites. You know, I'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, and stories on starting over. So please email me at info at life20community.com. And if you'd like to learn more about the Life 2.0 community, Our website is www.life20community.com. I'm Jacqueline Robinson for the Life 2.0 community. Thank you for listening and join us again.